Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. So this week, this Shabbos is a little bit different than other Shabbosos because we find ourselves literally in such a beautiful continuum of Kiddushah. It's Chalamaid, we're in the middle of the Yom Tov of Sukkis. We have Shabbos Chalamaid and then Amir Hashem going into the last days of Shemini Yatzaris and Simchas Torah. And it's always struck me that when we come to the last parish of the Torah of Zos HaBracha, Vezos HaBracha doesn't get its own Shabbos. We read it on Simchas Torah, but the truth is, Simchas Torah is a beautiful, uplifting, but often somewhat chaotic day as well. Different Torah readings, everybody's getting Aliyah, so it's true, we gather together for Kalana Arim, we gather together for Chasen Torah, for Chasen Bereshis, but it never really get. I feel, it never really gets its due. A Shabbos of Vezos HaBracha, where you read Aliyah by Aliyah, you're focusing, you're thinking, and it's the last parsha of the Torah. We go ahead and we work an entire year in order to go ahead and reach this incredible milestone. So let's spend a few moments together focusing on this most beautiful last of our sacred parshios. And what I want to draw your attention to specifically is how the parsha ends. The Torah tells us, or I should say, how the Torah ends. The Torah ends almost with a tribute to Moshe Rabbeinu. This is Parak Lamadalad Pasakir, chapter 34, verse 10. The Torah tells us, we've seen the greatness of Moshe. We've grown up with Moshe. We were there by Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. We were there when he struck down the Egyptian. We were there when he married Sipora. We were there for the birth of his children. We were there for the burning bush. We, we've been here every single step of the way. And now we come to the end of the road. Moshe Rabbeinu is 120 years old. And he's taking leave. And the Torah tells us, by the way, no one like him. No one like him. No one ever before like him. No one ever afterwards like him. Come, Navi, Old Saul. The Jewish people have had many prophets, have had many righteous people, many tzaddikim. But there will never be another Moshe Rabbeinu. And what was unique? Asher Hashem Panim El Panim. Hashem spoke to him. Hashem spoke to him face to face. An incredible testament. But if you fast forward a little bit to the end of the parsha, the last pasuk in the Torah, and if you think about this for just a moment, you know how you end. This is like the last taste, right? This is the shirayim. This is the leftovers. This is what you have. This is the taste you have in your mouth as we complete the Torah. So what's the last pasuk? The Torah says, talking again and again about the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. hayat ha The Torah tells us about the strong hand of Moshe Rabbeinu. To the incredible, incredible and awesome things that Moshe Rabbeinu performed, Asher Asa Moshe, that Moshe Rabbeinu did, in the eyes in front of the entire Jewish people. Okay, so it's interesting. And at first glance, it's not even apparent what this is talking about. The strong, the Yada Chazaka, the mighty hand of Moshe. So first of all, in general, we see a mighty hand is referenced to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Chomor HaGadol Asher Asa Moshe. The awesome, the awesome and, and overwhelming things that Moshe Rabbeinu did. Many come, what, what are we talking about? So Rashi HaKadosh says something amazing. Rashi says, the Chol Yada Chazaka. What does it mean, the strong hand of Moshe? Shekibel Asatora. That Moshe Rabbeinu was able to receive the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu, a mere basav adam, a mortal, ascends to the celestial sphere in order to go ahead. And we know the Gemara tells us wrestles figuratively with the malachim, with the angels, to go ahead and take Torah away from Shamayim and bring it down into this world. Yeah, the Chazaka. Moshe Rabbeinu had strong hands that he was able to bring down the Torah from the heavens to the earth. And what does it mean? 
Rashi says, Nisim all the different miracles that Moshe Rabbeinu was the agent of God. But then Rashi says something amazing. But what was the greatest thing that Moshe Rabbeinu did le'ene kol Yisrael? These are the last words, the last, the last words of the Torah. Last words of the Torah. Speak about something that Moshe Rabbeinu did in front of the entire Jewish people. So I'm racking my brain. What, what is it? Yamsuf. Yamsuf. Maybe war with Amalek, staring down the Pharaoh. But the Torah says the greatest thing, the Mora HaGadol, Asher Asa Moshe, this amazing thing that Moshe Rabbeinu did in the presence, in front, in the eyes, in front of the eyes of all Kali Yisrael. Rashi says, get ready for this. Shenasa Libo Lishbar Haluchos Le'enehem. What is this referring to? When Moshe Rabbeinu smashed the Luchos. When he smashed the tablets, we know the story. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up 40 days, 40 nights, comes back down. And what does he find? That Kalal Yisrael's built eagle. They built a golden calf. Not only have they built it, but they're worshipping it. Not only worshipping it, but they're calling out, Elo Elokechi Yisrael. This is your God. This is your God. Moshe Rabbeinu sees this, and he throws down the Luchos. Drops the Luchos, throws down. He smashes the Luchos. And so Rashi HaKadosh says something amazing. How does the Torah end? The Torah tells us about the prowess the power, the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Yad HaChazaka, the strong hand that brought the Torah down from the heavens to the earth. But how does the Torah HaKadoshah end? Ulechol Hamora HaGadol Asher Asa Moshe Le'ene Yisrael. The most awesome thing that Moshe did in front of Klav Yisrael, he broke the Luchos. He broke the tablets. And it's striking. It's striking. Why would the Torah end with this, especially given the fact that the breaking of the luchos, the breaking of the tablets, references the sin of the golden calf? Why bring that up now? Why? Why? why let it, It's painful. You know, the Gemara says that every single misfortune that befalls Klal Yisrael, there's some element of it that is embedded in the sin of the golden calf. There are certain sins which, by definition, change the fabric and trajectory of a people. The Chet Ego, the sin of the golden calf, was one of those. So why bring it up here? Why bring it up here? Why, why end the Torah with this? And not only that, why is that Moshe Rabbeinu's greatest accomplishment, the most awesome thing he did in front of anyone, was that he broke the Luchos. So many other greater accomplishments. And the great Tzaddik, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, whose yard site is today, today, Thursday of Chalamayid, the Rebbe in Likuti Halochas says something absolutely beautiful. And I want to quote you, the Rebbe says, because Moshe Rabbeinu taught us what the Rebbe literally means is that sometimes the way to fix something is to break it. The Rebbe says something amazing. What happened with the pieces of the tablets? Moshe Rabbeinu smashes the first set. What happened? So the, what happened to that? What did he do with it? So the Gemara says that Luchos... Both the whole tablets and the broken tablets rested inside of the ark. Everything was in there. And the Rebbe says something beautiful. What does it mean that the broken pieces of the tablets had a place in the ark? It means that even something that is broken could be holy. See, we sometimes think that only something that is whole, only something that is perfect, only something that is just as it should be, it's done what it's supposed to do, sir, that's holy. But if it's misformed, or if it's a little dented, a little broken, I mean in a spiritual sense, a little spiritually disfigured, 
That's not holy. That, that's not Kiddusha. And says Rabbi Nachman something so amazing. Moshe Rabbeinu who taught us so much. Moshe Rabbeinu taught us so many lessons. The greatest lesson he taught us is that even something broken can be holy. Even something that's smashed into a whole bunch of smaller pieces has the ability to be holy. And where did he teach us that? With the luchos. Because after he smashed them, he didn't just leave them there. Gathered up the pieces and later on placed them inside of the Aron. Even something that is broken could be holy. And dear friends, what more important life lesson is there than that? We all make mistakes. And a lot of times what happens is we compound our mistakes by thinking that we can't rebound. We compound our mistakes by thinking, oh, I've misstepped, I made a mistake, I've fallen down, I've compromised myself, I'm spiritually dented and blemished, and I'm beyond repair. There's, not, there's, nothing, there's nothing that can be done for me, right? I'm broken, I'm broken. And so we give up on ourselves. We give up on accomplishment. We give up on becoming better. We give up on becoming holy. And Moshe Rabbeinu, our Rebbe, our Rebbe, in the last Pasuk in the Torah Kodesh Baruch who says, Klal Yisrael, the most important lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu taught us. Amazing. It's not contained. It's not one of the 613 mitzvot. And it's not a lesson that's learned from the second set of complete tablets. But the most incredible lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, L'chol hamora hagadol asher asa Moshe le'enei kol Yisrael. The greatest lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu taught in front of everyone was that even something that is whole, even something that is broken can still be holy. Even something that is broken can still be holy. So you break yourself in life, you make poor decisions, bad life choices, wrong turns. Okay, happens to all of us. Never think, chas shalom for a moment, that that means you can't be holy. Even something that is broken has the ability to be holy. We come into a new year, and the truth is we come often filled with so much promise, potential, optimism, hope. And then already, chances are we've made a couple of mistakes. Already, by now, just, uh, just two, less than three weeks into the new year, already made a couple of mistakes. And maybe some of us have even made some big ones. Some big ones. And it's so easy to fall into the mindset of thinking, ah, oh, once again, damaged goods. Once again, no hope for me. It's just going to be another year, just like every other year, where I start big, and then just like fall down. And comes along to Rakidosha and tells us, Moshe Rabbeinu says, remember the thing I did in front of all of Kalad Yisrael. I broke the Luchos. You're broken? Okay, you're still holy. You're broken? Pick yourself back up and fix yourself. You're broken? Try to find something to repair, to mend the disparate pieces. But never think for a moment that just because you're broken means you're not holy. Even something, even someone who shattered in a million pieces still retains their personalistic kedusha. This is the last lesson of the Torah HaKedusha. We should be zochamir Sashem to hear these precious words of Moshe Rabbeinu resonate in our heart and resonate in our soul. And even if you're like me, we've already made mistakes in the new year. Just like the pieces of the luchos, the pieces of the first tablets resided inside the ark so to the broken pieces of my heart, the broken pieces of my soul, the broken pieces of my self are redeemable, are still Kaddish, 
And as long as those pieces are still Kaddish, as long as you're still holy, I have the ability to put them back together and build something beautiful. Wishing everyone a good night, a beautiful Shabbos, and an uplifting last days of Yantif.